millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, everyone. And you join us here today to spend a little bit of money, but not as much money as you think, because Tom and I are going to compete with each other to see who can spend the smallest amount of money to apparently make the most, we're talking about watches that look way more expensive than they actually are. Tom, I know you like a little bit of a bargain, so um, I hope you found some pretty tasty watches here. Shall I um, Shall I lay out some ground rules for you before we begin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me hear the ground rules now that I've chosen all my watches. That's how we usually do it. And then you make me look like a fool. <laughs> it's it's quite a tricky thing to to do, really, because um, I mean, what would be a much much easier challenge is to find watches that are way more expensive than they look. There's loads of those. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Number one, watches looking more expensive than they are. We're going to measure that as not a difference in the price that we think they are and the price that they actually are, but as a multiplier. So if a watch costs £1,000 and, Tom, you think it's £5,000, that is a five times multiplier. Whereas if it's £10,000 and you think it's twenty, that's a two times multiplier. That's not as good. Are you with me so far? Uh, I'm not a mathematist, but I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. This is the second podcast in a row that I think I'm going to have to open a spreadsheet for. Which brings me on to my second rule, Tom. Don't just guess low on purpose. Guess the price that you think it is. Not the price that you want it to be because you want to win. Yeah, no low balling. No low balling. Straight from the heart. Exactly, yeah. So, Tom, you're going to pitch your watches to me. I'm going to pitch my watches mm-hmm. to you. We're going to guess what yeah. we think they are, and we're going to find out what they actually are. And whoever gets the best multipliers walks away with today's prize, the joy of winning. Hooray! Are you up for it? It's a sensation I have never felt before. Um, well, would you like to go first? What what are you seeing right now? I'm seeing a I'm seeing a hundred dollar citizen. What if I show it to you from this ways? What? That's the sound of my brain exploding, Tom. That looks like a very thin watch. How thin is that watch? This watch is a mere two point nine eight millimeters thick. Actual product size may be up to zero point two millimeters thicker due to tolerance. <laughs> does it actually say that? Yeah, it does say that. Um <laughs> This is elegance in its purest form, Andrew. Yeah. Thinness beyond imagination. A wrist feel that defies gravity and stress. The joy of physically becoming one with your watch the moment you put it on. This is the Citizen EcoDrive One Stiletto. (laughs) So many things about what you just said confuse me. 
being one? Stiletto? What are you talking about? So this is the world's thinnest light-powered watch as of February 2018 for an analog light-powered quartz watch, according to research by Citizen Watch Co. Limited. This is Citizen's attempt at a record-breaking watch. You know, we've seen a flurry of ultra-thin watches in the past, you know, few years. Uh, Richard Mill taking the crown for thinnest watch recently. Um, yeah. I think that was, what, 1.75 millimetres thick in, you know, case yeah. included. And $1.75 million, um, if I recall, as well. Okay, right. So that's set a benchmark for you for <laughs> how much these ultra-thin watches can go for. Um, but let me tell you a bit more about it before um, you make your guess. Uh, so Please do. Let me just read a little bit of copy from Citizen website. I'll read it without inflection, but maybe you might sense a, a little bit of vitriol in there. A true manufacturer. Unstinting of time and effort. We wanted to express the essential beauty of the watch with supreme simplicity while crafting the perfect configuration for precision time-telling. We succeeded because a citizen is a true manufactured durology. End of. <laughs> I added the end of. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sounds very bitter. Yeah, anyway. Um, but to be fair to them, they have succeeded because this is a, a tour de force of watchmaking, I would say. 85 components in the watch... Mm -hmm. And almost all of them were built from scratch by Citizen. They've made components dramatically smaller, developed new techniques, new welding techniques, various experimental processes. Let's get, you know, the, the kind of regular components for a watch down, squeezing them down into this millimeter thick movement. And this one we're looking at now is the Stiletto. Um, now, there are many models of the EcoDrive 1. Uh, this is the only one that appears in the UK. Um, so that's the price I have for this particular model. Um, but there are limited models. There are super titanium models. There's um, various in the regular lineup. They're all, uh, aside from the super titanium, stainless steel with Citizen's proprietary hardening technology, a coating of Duratect to give that very thin case a bit of extra strength. It's got a really sweet brushed bezel with those four screws in it. Hobnail dial, as you mentioned. Um, sapphire crystal and yeah it's 2.98 millimeters thick do you care to hazard a guess at how much this might cost you okay so what i need to do then is i need to take uh 1.75 million divide it by richard meal and then times it by citizen <laughs> so of course the citizen name gives me a little bit of a clue that this is going to be more citizen prices however citizen have started making some watches that are several thousand pounds like two, three, four, five thousand pounds for some of their higher end Grand Seiko competing stuff. And so I don't know if the efforts required to make this product sit more towards that end or more towards the 500 pound end that Citizen usually occupies. Um, but in the spirit of things and the fact that I like those little screws because it looks like you need a special tool for them and that's expensive. Yeah. I, I think this is probably two thousand pounds. Oh, damn it. 2995. Oh, <laughs> 2995. I'd heard about this watch and I thought, oh, I'd like a little bit of that ultra thinness for myself. And Citizen sounds like a viable option. So I was with you initially. And I and when I saw the price, I was like, oh, that's more than I expected. So maybe it was a mistake choosing this one. But when you take into account all the kind of handcraftedness and the R&D and everything else that has gone into this watch and the way it looks i think um i think it's kind of cool 
it's certainly putting forward a very unique proposition, quite literally a very unique proposition. And it is very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get on on that Piaget, Bulgari, Richard Mill thinness, this is the, your your only viable option financially, unless you're um, Lewis Hamilton or one of those <laughs> fellas. Well, you tried to catch me out, Tom, but you're going to have to play a little bit harder ball next time. Uh, it's my turn to try and befuddle you with the watch that I've chosen. Now, this is the Ophion, or Ophion, I'm not quite sure, 786 Velos. And there are a few different things that I would like to draw your attention to. Right. One, look at the dial. You see how kind of metallic it is, how, how guilloche it is. That, guilloche is basically synonym for expensive. Sure. Right? And they, they, they do it in a number of different styles. You can get it. It's very deep sunburst here or, or in silver. Lovely little ring. It's got a step in it. I know you like a little step, Tom. That's good. We've got some heat blued elements as well. So these hands and markers here in steel, but heat blued, not, not painted, heat blued, you know, like, like very expensive watches. But it continues this lovely case here, they're not ordinary lugs that you see. Those are lovely, lovely teardrop lugs, which we all know are some of the most difficult lugs to make in a watch. But it gets better still, Tom, because let's flip this thing over and have a look at what's inside. Oh, look at that. It's got finishing. It's got two mainspring barrels there, Tom. It's got parts that look like they were put together by someone who knew what they were doing. That's no Etta. That's something different. There are bevels there and they're polished, Tom. What do you think of this? It looks quality. Where's it from? It's uh, it's made made in the uh, in the world, Switzerland. Yeah, no, maybe. It don't don't worry about where it's made, Tom. Open your mind. I do worry about where it's from, Andrew. That's what everybody worries about when they're buying a watch. I don't think anyone has ever had any concern with where they were. That is a myth. That is an urban legend perpetuated by the Swiss government. Okay, sure. All right. Just, well, in the spirit of the game, let me just take it on, you know, face value. It looks like a £5,000 watch. Teardrop logs, guilloche dial, blued hands, two mainspring barrels. I mean, that's going to cost you. That's that's a lot of power reserve right there. That's peace of mind. Can I get you to commit to a final price? I'll say £5,000. Well, the Ophion 786 Velos will cost you £3,000. We'll pay. You are quite right in identifying the lack of Swiss-madeness on the dial. Um, this whole watch has been put together by using resources around the world, by using high-quality modern machining to create the guilloche and things like that. So it's not restricted to the uh, the old ways of manufacturing stuff. But the result that you get is, is I think, is very pretty and looks looks a lot more expensive than it is. So... But where's it from, though, Andrew? Where's it from? <laughs> they don't say. I'm seeing Singapore. Now, if you'd have said Singapore to me earlier... <laughs> well, that's all part of the pitch, isn't it, Tom? So now you're learning. Let's move on to the... Oh, what? Ne- what you get to withhold important details. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you're learning. What's your next watch, Tom? Okay. Uh, what is my next one? Do you have to guess? No, I'm not going to guess your next watch. Well, I, th- I think you're more than familiar with this watch, but you may not be familiar with this watch in this material, or maybe you are. Is that gold? Kinda. <laughs> but that's what this is all about, isn't it? That's what this is. To the eye, you may well think this is a gold watch. Um. So now this is the Khaki Field Mechanical Bronze by Hamilton. Um, we've spoken about this watch. I'm a big fan of it. And um, 
And this is another version. This is uh, Hamilton's first ever bronze case for a watch. I think they've done others since, um, but this was the first time they delved into it. Um, so you're getting all that lovely vintage military goodness of the khaki field mechanical, but now you're getting it in this very charming, rich, warm bronze case. 38 millimeter brown leather NATO strap and the exclusive hand wound H50 movement with a titanium case back, Andrew, as well. So snap a little bit of titanium in there as well. That's presumably so the, the, the gold doesn't turn your wrist green. Yes, that makes sense, doesn't it? Everyone loves a little bit of titanium. Bronze, obviously, no way a precious metal, but uh, it did have its own age, Andrew. <laughs> and again, at a glance, this is going to look like old gold on the wrist isn't it it's going to develop a unique patina over the time it's going to make it you know one of a kind in in that respect isn't it it's going to take on its own look and i think on the wrist this just looks like vintage military it looks of a of a bygone era it looks like buried treasure basically um so there you go what do you think of this watch as how how does it look to you well, I admire your technique almost as much as I admire the watch because trying to fob me off with pretending this was gold initially was a bold move, but I don't think it paid off. However, Well, actually, I was just trying to confuse you because do you know the price of bronze? <laughs> well, I was going to say. However, I can't remember how much the steel version of this costs. Right. And so uh, Hamilton, by its very nature of being, is a very uh, good value item. And I think I'm already overestimating the cost of the steel one. If I recall, the steel is around fifteen hundred pounds, and I think I think you're going to pay an extra five hundred, seven hundred pounds or so. So I'm going to say around two thousand to two thousand two hundred pounds for this watch. Tom. You're way off. Oh. So the steel one I think is about four hundred pounds. This one is seven hundred and forty-five pounds. What? Yeah. So it's a little bit of a step up from the regular steel. Um, but bronze might be more of an acquired taste, but I think it's really cool. It is very cool. I might save up a bit more and go for the bronze. I like it on that strap. I like the bronze. I like the way the colour of the loom in the hands matches the bronze. It is a very, very attractive watch. And apparently very good value as well, because you well and truly um, did me over with that one. I'm going to have to try and get my own back now, Tom. Go on then. Because I have for you here... The Schwartz Etienne Roma. Ooh. Now, Roma ooh, already sounds like mm, 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 luxury, okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I will I will draw your attention to the fact that it does indeed very much say Swiss made on the dial. Ooh. But that's not even the most interesting thing written on this dial, because you might see something else that says there. By Vutelainen. Are you familiar with the name Carrie Vutelainen? Um, oh, the, it really rings a bell. But no, I couldn't tell you who that, who or what that is. He is. If you're if you're looking to rank watchmakers, he is up there. He is one of the very best. His watches are utterly incredible, and they are priced. Okay. And this is the main. This is the important part, Tom. Listen to this bit. Yeah. His watches are priced very high as well, around a hundred thousand pounds. One hundred thousand pounds usually. Now this okay. watch. So we're looking for big bucks for this one then. Exactly. Yes, please look for all of the big bucks. This watch by Schwartz Etienne here is made by Schwartz Etienne. The, the movement is their in-house ASE 200 decimal 00. But what they have done is they've got they've got Kari Vutelainen and his team 
to make one of his exquisite guilloche dials, made with proper guilloche, handmade, crafted techniques, all very nice, very expensive, takes a long time, costs a lot, remember that, and then as well, to hand-finish the movement also, all very beautifully hand-finished to a very, very high degree. You've got Swiss-made. It got made by Carrie Vutalainen, hand-finished. A guy who sells watches for £100,000. So that what that means, Tom, is that you need to guess a price and you need to guess one that is up there because, whoa. Okay. Now, you're just trying to confuse me with guilloche and it's working. Um, <laughs> but I'll say, I'm going to say £10,000. Unfortunately for me, this is a £25,000 watch. Is it? It is, yeah. Um, I, th- I think you were a bit mean to me there. Um, but I suppose that's half the that's that's the game, isn't it? Half the time. Yeah. All these independents, you know, they they can really get up there. It's that uniqueness, that handcraftedness, that that one guy, you know, beavering away in his mountain workshop. Um, I haven't taken any of that into account, and I've just looked at this watch and think it's worth ten thousand pounds, Andrew. <laughs> if in doubt ten thousand pounds oh dear well that looks like i've got a lot of ground to cover because that's given me some pretty hefty minus points on that one um while i lick my wounds there tom do you care to present your next watch i've gone for my next one for a maurice lacroix now about 50p (laughs) now um maurice lacroix is a brand that i often sort of struggle to place in my mind um i (laughs) Uh, that's more my fault than theirs. Yeah. They sort of sit on the periphery of my mind. I'm not sure if they're like one of these very crafty, artisanal independents or if they're, you know, a kind of more sort of mainstream. And, and I think the, the reason for that is because now, as I've sort of delved into their catalogue, they do sort of straddle. They can go sub 1K watches all the way up to £10,000 for some of their yeah. pieces. You know, they've got the masterpiece line, which can look very, very complicated and very ornate and audacious and things like that. But I've gone somewhere in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you told me that. It gives me a good guess on the price there, doesn't it? Oh, shouldn't have said that. Well, it's too late now. So this is the Maurice Lacroix Pontos Daydate. Um, It's a 41mm bronze case again, Andrew. That's not rose gold. I'm going to give you a... Give you a little hint. Now you're a bit more familiar with the price of bronze, the going rate for bronze these days. It's got a green sunray brushed and bead blasted dial. Isn't Doesn't that sound nice? It does. It looks very nice. Day of the week at 12, date at 6, brown calf leather strap. And inside is the automatic ML143 movement. Now ML, I can only guess, stands for Maurice Lacroix, which says to me in-house so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and say this is a completely in-house movement even if that's totally inaccurate am i allowed to corroborate that information before placing my guess no you cannot google anything you have to take what you have to take what i'm saying at face value i very much like the little motif of a guy like peeking up from a hole what you mean the M? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's very nice, isn't it? The golden arches at the uh, <laughs> at the top there. It's synonymous with quality. But what is nice is you've got this little step down from the bezel onto the side of the case, which gives you these sort of almost crown guards on yep. the side of the case. And then that step you can see again on the lugs there, which is very nice. Um, that reminds me of something like a Patek Philippe Twenty Four or one of those very expensive watches. You know the ones I mean. So yeah, all in all, I think this is a um, 
a very fetching watch. Great lines, great form, and that green and bronze just strikes a very rich, luxurious tone. Don't you agree, Andrew? I do, I do. I also think that um, I, I've already made the mistake of overpricing bronze in the very recent past. I, I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess that my immediate price, that I think it is, is probably too high. But I, I would say that you've got a bit of complication there. You've got the, you've got the day and the date. You've got bronze. You've got green. You've got ML. You've got golden arches, bronze arches. I think this watch, RRPs for around £4,000. Whoopee! You've just taken a bath, my friend. Oh, no! You've just taken a poo with your clothes on. <laughs> this is £1,800. Oh, you threw me with the whole middle of the range. One th that's cheating. Boo, dirty, dirty Tom. Don't look at what I'm saying. Look at where I'm going to say it. Okay, gotcha. That's my advice to you. All right. Uh, right. I'm gonna have to try and claw some points back here. This is this is not looking good. Okay. Here we go. Look at this watch now. Oh, now I've heard of these. A whole load of stuff here. Do you remember the last one we were looking at? Do you remember how it had all that like all nice hand finished looking dial? Look very expensive and the kinds of prices that we were talking about there. Similar sort of thing. Look at that. Look at that dial. We are talking here a collaboration with Massenet Lab. We are talking Swiss made. Yeah. Regulator. That's a complication where you separate the hours and the minutes and the seconds. So they each have their own dial. Yeah. Again, we've got heat blued hands. We've got a rhodium plated chapter ring and sub dials. And then look at that, that gold grain. Doesn't that remind you of that very, very expensive Langenzöhner Handwerkskunst? This, my friend, is a very expensive watch and it looks every bit of it. Um, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Because if you do, you'll be lying. I'm going. I'm going to give you twenty thousand pounds for this one. Twenty thousand pounds. I'm not even going to ask if you care to change your mind because that's. I've written it down now. Tom, I'm very pleased to tell you. I'm feeling very smug. This watch costs three thousand two hundred pounds. Can I change what I said? No. What I neglected to tell you is that all of the money goes into the way this thing looks on the outside. In the back, Swiss-made Salita movement, kind of. Run of the mill, not particularly exciting. Oh, I didn't even ask you about the movement. Oh, when you when you say stuff, I kind of drift off a bit. So it's my fault, really. <laughs> I've been told that a lot. Um, but nevertheless, you can call me all the names you like. You got this one wrong and you're going to suffer for it. Stop withholding valuable information that pertains to the cost of the watch. I'm trying to guess. That information was there for you to ask about and you didn't ask. Fine, fine, fine. Your go. Now... I'm not sure you're familiar with this brand. I, um, I stumbled upon them a little while ago and um, it stuck with me. Now, this is a Giuliana Matsuli. A thousand apologies if I'm mispronouncing that, Giuliano. But this is the manometro or the manometer, meaning pressure gauge. Mm -hmm. Yep. This, Andrew, is a glorious combination of the best Swiss technology and Italian design. Designed by Giuliano in his workplace in the rolling hills of Tuscany surrounding Florence. Very nice. As you can see, it's a very simple design um, based on a pressure gauge, and that's very blatant in its appearance. Uh, so it's a cylindrical polished case, 45 millimetres in diameter, 14 millimetres in height, so it's very thick. Large stainless steel crown at two o'clock. The dial colour, as you can see here in polished ivory, also comes in black, blue, green, white, silver or red. The strap is a handcrafted Tuscan calfskin Florentine leather 
that is inserted directly into the case with ergonometric support inserts and an Ardillion steel buckle. Now that Blimey. sounds expensive, doesn't it? It sounds painful. That's going to cost you. Yeah, noted. 50 metres of water resistance. Mm-hmm. Ironically, can't withstand that much pressure then. <laughs> Shut up. Now, it's a very simple design based on a very simple instrument. You know, it's an easy to read thing. Um, but to me, the design just feels very, very Italian. I don't know what it is, but it emits a certain charm. You know, you could see this in a, you know, jaunty garage in Tuscany or, you know, on the on the dash of an old biplane soaring over the Adriatic Sea. It just feels like there's a really nice history there, like a classic Italian history. Um, how much are you going to give me for this watch? I really like the design of this thing. It's lovely. It's so nice. It kind of reminds me of a the speedo on a Vespa or something like that. I like I like that it's Italian. I like that big crown. It's just a bit different. I like the name Matsuoli. I like that it's Swiss made, which is of course where all the best Italian things are made, not in Italy. So I know that it will <laughs> last me as well and it won't catch fire. There's not much fault that I can apply to this watch. I think it's a really, really nice watch and it's doing something completely unique. And that makes me want to put a good price on it. I think... This is, I think this is a £3,000 watch, Tom. You have assessed that fairly. It's €3,000, £2,700. I'm pleased with that. Um, that's a, regardless of the uh, how cheap or expensive this watch looks. It kind of is a little bit beyond that, really. It's not about it looks fancy. It doesn't. It's not about that at all. It just looks cool. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Here we have, Tom... The Agilosa, and I, I would I would like to emphasize the next word, the Agilosa Torbion series. Ah. We've got we've got skeletonized. We've got twin barrel. We've got flying tourbillon. All in this lovely, lovely watch. You can see everything going on in there. It's oh this now. I'm pitching this against your Roger Dubuis. Um, right. Okay. Well, you may well pitch it against that, um, but I'm not getting that at all. What do you mean? What the name of this brand? Agiloka. Agilosa. That's very European sounding. Like very. Yeah. You know, like yeah, very European via Google Translate. Um, no, 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 Tom, Tom. The website that I found this watch on has .ch as the domain name. So .ch as in .china. The, no, this 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 watch is sold on a website that is registered in Switzerland. Right. Tom, okay. That is heritage. That is quality. That is expense. Tourbillon. Tor, skeleton. Uh, .ch. Yeah. Don't just don't don't think too much. Just just hear those words and say a number. I think they've reversed the charges on the website hosting from <laughs> dot China. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'm not convinced. I, yeah, uh, this is this is giving me. I, I think skeletonization and that open heart stuff is something that cheap watch brands can use to fool you. I'm gonna say this costs a thousand pounds. One thousand pounds. Are you sure? Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. 
Well, you're bang on. It is exactly a thousand pounds, and it is exactly Chinese as well. Nice. Um, we're in a funny old place, aren't we? Where when you see something that's highly skeletonized and with a tool beyond, you go, "Hang on a minute, that seems Chinese." Yeah, it's the big logo as well, isn't it? The text is too big. It's something that they um, they can't get over. They need to put their weird made-up name really big on the dial and. That's a giveaway. Well, there you go, China. A little bit of a top tip for you there. Cool it with the logo size. Point size down a little bit. Tom, this is your last opportunity to snatch this back or get further into the lead. I'm not quite sure at this stage. Okay. Well, now you're in for some fuck. (laughs) Because I propose to you the William Wangen. (laughs) I think that's how you say it. The Stephen Mangan, did you say? Uh, yes, um, William Wangan is very much the Wario to uh, Stephen's Mangan. Um, <laughs> wow, look at that! Do I see diamonds, Tom? Do I see gold? Do I see skeletonization? You see the appearance of all those things, yes. <laughs> um, but all I can tell you is that this is a forty millimeter stainless steel watch with a mechanical hand-wound movement. Mm -hmm. Um, That's as specific as I can be. (laughs) I'm not withholding any details. Um, They are. (laughs) Um, All right, Tom. Is that the word winner I see at six o'clock on the dial? Yes, this is the William Wangen, born to be a winner, number one. Um, Number one of about 16 born to be a winner watches that they make. Um... Yeah, and I, uh, what what else can I say? You can see it. It's this is a high impact, high concepts watch. I mean, this is screaming to me success piece. Like made it. This is this is the watch you buy after you've bought your fourth yacht. I would say just by the the sheer nature of how um, ornate it is. Absolutely. I want you to tell me how much you would pay for this watch. Um, this is. They can't want more than 500 quid for this thing, surely. 500 quid? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. This watch costs £92.95. <laughs> no way. £92. But it's got real imitation diamonds in it, Tom. Yeah, it's the Cathedral of wristwatches, and they're only charging ninety-two ninety-five. Oh, I mean, that no. is on sale down from three oh nine nine nine. Oh um, no! I think this is going to hurt me because that's a pretty big multiplication factor. That's like a five times factor. Yeah, I mean, you may have even valued it higher if I'd read some of the reviews. <laughs> Better than expected. Roy says, Masterpiece. I believe I had the watch on less than two minutes before attention was drawn to my wrist. I'm constantly asked, where did you get it? Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Good luck to you, Roy. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Yeah, William Wang and don't sleep on them. There's only nine days left of this sale. And um, yeah. And it's probably my undoing. Tom, I've got one last chance to try and uh, regain my credibility back. So... Behold, if you will, my final watch. And I think it's going to be a bit of a shocker. Are you ready? Go for it. Oh, it's not a huge amount I need to say about this, really. I think you're very familiar with the Jigilu Cult Reverso. You just want me to remember how much it costs. (laughs) This is, 
I've not tried to trick you. This isn't a lady's watch. This is a 40 millimeter tool watch. This is a proper blue steel hand, stainless steel. Lovely, lovely, lovely. This is a JLC Reverso. You can buy it. No tricks, Tom. No tricks. In fact, just go for it. Just tell me. Just tell me how many tens of thousands of pounds you would pay for this watch. Hang on a minute, hmm? you little bitch. What? What's on the other side? What do you mean? What's on the other side? It's it's the reverso. You got this. You turn it over. Stainless steel case back, which was designed yeah. to protect yeah. the watch during polo matches. From you know the, the ball is very hard and the, the game is very rough, so you can turn the case over to protect the crystal. The ones that they wear during polo matches are not the ones with miniature masterpieces painted on the back by some of the finest artisans that Switzerland has to. But Tom. Even this is a JLC, even the one where you've just got a steel case back. There's nothing there but the steel case back. That's still that's still an expensive watch. That's eight, eight to ten thousand pounds. I mean, I'm, I'm giving it away for you, Tom. I think a steel JLC Reverso is about seven to eight thousand pounds. I'll be generous and say eight thousand pounds, but I think it's about seven. Tom, are you sure about that? I, I feel like a JLC Reverso is a timeless watch, icon, a classic, a piece of art deco memorabilia known the world over for uh, Patek Philippe almost released one of these with with JLC oh is eight all you're giving me for this watch Tom yeah I think so I think the the reverso is it, it, it is an iconic classic timepiece but I think it's it's almost like their bread and butter isn't it and I think they have your standard steel one is round about seven to eight thousand pounds I'm pretty sure okay um, so that's what I'm going to give you for it. I'm taking your £8,000, Tom. I'm pleased to tell you, Tom, this is £4,650. Ah, oh, shit. Do, do you know why it's £4,650? Why? Because you forgot to ask me if it was a quartz or not. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, I didn't know they did quartz. This is the Calibre 657, which is actually a very, very pretty quartz movement. It's made to the same high standards as the mechanical ones but it means that you can buy this awesome watch there's no seconds hand to tell you that it's a quartz or a mechanical yeah you can buy into that whole thing for four thousand six hundred fifty pounds which i think is tremendous value for this brand and this watch that's great i yeah i didn't i didn't know they did quartz oh that's interesting cool well there you go when you f when you flip it though mm. do you see like the the little quartz movement inside <laughs> of the sapphire case back there's so actually a uh, there's a battery hatch on the back, which you can open with a two-pence piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, dear viewer and listener, whilst I tot up the scores and see if I can even work out who has one, why don't you post in the comments below who you think won? Because um, I think it was me. I'm sure Tom thinks it was Tom. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, guys. We're going to find out very shortly. Um, we're just going to play this back live while I work this out. Just, uh, Just why not? So, Tom, the numbers are in. I have crunched all the mathematics, pushed all the buttons, and whizzed all the doodars. It all came down to the William Wiener. The William Wiener means that you, Tom, won this round. Yay. So, well done, I guess. Thanks. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and I hope you, dear viewer and listener, enjoyed it too. Um, I think I think maybe some of Tom's guesses were a little bit rude. I think he was 
certainly playing the numbers there a little bit. And I think I was perhaps over generous, but then that is my nature. I am a very generous person. Maybe next time both of us will learn a little something about each other for the next round of this game. If you want to see more of this kind of stuff, please do like, comment and subscribe. We really enjoy making it and we hope you enjoy listening to it. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 